in the morning when you need the news that matters most. We have a constitutional right to publish this story. We are the fourth estate and we will hold the powerful accountable. You need the front page. Wait, what's the fourth estate? Us, the press. And everyone knows that? On the press box. Because I feel like people always say the fourth estate, but they don't actually know what it means. I think everybody knows what it means. I thought the fourth estate was time. That's the fourth dimension. I thought the fourth estate was Georgia. With Graney and Bischoff. No, not state, a state. You thought I was saying we're the state of Georgia? Kevin Durant could play as early as Sunday. That would be his Phoenix Suns debut. He has been out since January 8th. Uh, Phoenix, they play Oklahoma City tomorrow in Phoenix. And then if he does come back Sunday, he'd be taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. In Milwaukee. By the way, you can hear right here on ESPN Las Vegas. That game? Yes. So that would be a fun one to come back yeah. for, as long as Giannis plays. We'd probably get Kevin Durant back in the box Giannis and be like, yeah, we're management. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. <laughs> My ankle hurt. So you could get Kevin Durant in Phoenix against Giannis and the Bucks on Sunday, which would be quite fun and would give us the ability to overreact to one game and his first game with Phoenix and say they are either definitely winning the title or definitely not getting out of the first round based on how that game goes. It'd be fun. Those are great. That's that's another great question. Tua is taking judo lessons. Uh, this is a story from Pro Football Talk. There's a U.S. Olympian in judo named Jason Morris who said, I have forever thought and wanted the NFL to employ an expert judo player or coach to teach the football players a little judo, which starts with learning how to fall properly as we take tons of falls every day, but know how to naturally take that fall without hitting our heads uh tua is apparently taking judo lessons once a week now with the primary focus being on learning how to fall you know what when there's a 320 pound defensive tackle wrapped up around you i don't know if you really have control over how you fall i do wonder that like i mean it's not just wrapped up around you you're gonna say well i'm supposed to fall this way (laughs) it's not just falling it's like you're getting driven to the ground ground by some guy is a lot bigger than you so I'm, i'm sure there are going to be plenty of times where you know you get pushed or something or maybe you get tripped up and it's a lot easier to control your fall but there's probably going to be plenty of hits in every game where Tua just yeah. gets he has no control he over how he hits smoked. the ground but i if i'm Tua, i'm doing this though i'm 100 percent. i'm not against this yeah. i'm just saying when the guy says learn how to fall it's a little different when you have a defensive <laughs> tackle like you know pile driving you into the ground like you just said and you're, you're, you have no control over yeah. your body at that point. I, If I'm Tua, I'm doing this. I also think if I'm an NFL team and, and I've got uh, my quarterbacks, I'm, I'm going to start making them all do this. Yeah. If it can save them from, you know, one or two hits a game, hits where, a game or where they can smack their head on the ground, yeah, where they can sort of keep their head in a safer position or whatever the hell you do when you fall properly in judo. I think I do that. There was a story a couple years ago about Joel Embiid sort of learning how to fall. So that he could fall and not like bruise up his body and get hurt. That he could fall and sort of bounce back up and all that because he falls all the time because he flops a lot and goes to the free throw line. But like he learned how to fall so that it would not hurt as much. So it's probably helpful, but uh, probably won't be the thing to save Tua from concussions in the future because it's a rough season. And every single time he gets hit, it's going to be people holding their breath wondering what happens next for Tua. I'm starting to wish I had learned judo. 
How often are you falling? Uh, I used to fall quite often. How? What? What, what? Why would you fall though? I uh, just randomly. You just randomly fall. Oh, I would. I would constantly get like bruises and stuff all over all over my body. Are you at, okay? At what? Yeah. At what age? Uh, like as a kid, or like when you're 20? Probably up to like early 20s. What were you doing? Especially in sports. I well, didn't know well, how yeah, to fall. Well, sports is one thing. You you made it sound like you're just walking you're right. down the hall and you like trip and fall all the time. Well, no, but like skateboarding, snowboarding, stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. You got to learn how <laughs> to fall. That is not how yourself. you presented that at all. You presented that. Well, as no, I don't. Were... I don't just like walk and all of a sudden I'm on the floor. Well, that's, well, that's, that's how you, that's, that's how, how you made it sound. sound. It's like you walk in, you hit the door frame with your shoulder, and you just collapse to the ground. Is what you had us thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty detailed question. Uh, Kale McCarr of the Avalanche. Speaking to know someone who needs to fall on ice better. He has suffered two concussions in February. First concussion came on February 7th. He got another concussion in his first game back from that on February 21st. Uh, Avalanche head coach Jared Bednar said that they did follow all concussion protocols in bringing him back. Um, um, does the NHL need better are, concussion what are, protocols? What are the protocols if he came back that fast? Like, it's... Didn't he come back really fast after the first one? I mean, February 7th to February 21st, so basically two weeks in between oh. his concussions. Well, but wasn't that about the same same length of time between Tua's yeah. two concussions this year? Well, it was like two or three weeks. The two official concussions. The right, first probable right. concussion, the, the actual concussion happened five days before the first official concussion. Right. So, yes, the, the third one, officially the second one, came a little bit later. But he had two in like, it was like two in five days is what the expectation was. It's just, I think part of the problem with concussions is it is going to be so much different for every single athlete that it's hard to put a blanket protocol for all players because it's not the same as you know the physical muscle injury or bone broken bone or anything like that it's your brain and everybody's brain is going to respond differently to whatever concussion they have yeah so you should no matter who you are have to pass all the tests right but even then the tests are probably not going to they're not going to probably not apply to every athlete the same like every athlete is probably going to pass whatever protocol in a different manner and some might pass it and might still be more susceptible to a concussion right, whenever they're right. good to go. It's just should the NFL and NHL be taking these more seriously? Yes, but I also do think there's a level of like they don't they're not the people that are going to be able to make the best decisions for what a concussion is because at the end of the day, these guys are playing sports that are going to lead to concussions. It's not if I had a concussion, it's not hard to tell me Hey, don't do anything where your head's going to get hit. Right. Right. right? Because I right. don't do anything. Like, I drive and somebody might rear end me. Like, that's it. That's the only thing I do where my head might get hit on a regular basis. But, like, if you play football or hockey, your your head's going to get hit. Like, it's going to happen. So, it's, it's the nature of the sport is too difficult to actually handle concussions properly. Danny, how many concussions have you had that you know about? Uh... Somewhere in the ballpark of like seven. You've had seven diagnosed, or yeah. just you felt it and was like, eh, I got like, oh, like officially, officially diagnosed, probably like five. Man, I feel better about my one. Yeah, I I hit my head a lot, especially in sports. 
Thank you for saying sports. Yeah. Not well, <laughs> I said especially in sports. My sports-related concussions are only like three or four. What did you do to get a concussion not in sports? I fell off a cliff when I was a kid. That's why I have extremely bad back problems. What kind? Like, okay. How far All up? Right. Yeah. What, uh, how roughly we? 20 feet, maybe 25. Ooh, that's not good. And landed on a rock. You survived? Jeez. Uh, I think so. I, barely. <laughs> like, what you hit? I landed on a rock. I no, was no, at, like on your body. Like, did you like land uh, flat on your back? No. Well, from what I was told, because I was knocked unconscious. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, from what I was told, when I when I came down, I landed on my feet, but my weight took me backwards, and I hit my head and just went out. God. What were you doing on the cliff? Uh, we were fishing at the creek at the bottom of the cliff. And what? You fell off because a fish pulled you in? Or? Well, no. <laughs> No, we were down we were down at the creek bed fishing, but I went up into the woods and uh the whole floor of the woods was covered in leaves and everything. And you there was slipped. like yeah, I slipped and there was like a little hill and that hill led to the cliff. I'm Man. kind of amazed you're alive. Oh, I am too. I'm kinda of worried I that also, you're running in and out of the studio. Did you break when your I was, legs? No, I luckily I didn't break anything, but I had two big goose eggs on my forehead, and that's why your back's a little messed up. That and playing football and other stuff, and I got a. I also had a really bad head injury when I was five. I went head first into a cement wall while I was sleigh riding. Danny, yeah, I, I mean I'm I'm giving you a golf clap for even being here, right? Yeah, I, I had a, I had a rough childhood. Man, you have siblings. Yes. Hold on. Who were you with when you fell off this cliff? I was with my brother and two of his friends. And I know you were unconscious, but did they do a good job of taking care of you? Or no. was it? Okay. No. All right. Not it was like, all. yeah, we'll take care of him later. We're, like, we got to keep fishing. They got me up, made sure I wasn't <laughs> dead. And then they were like, all right, well, I guess we got to go home because you <laughs> might have to go to the hospital. <laughs> so, I had, yeah, I ended up going to the hospital. <laughs> and you're was, diagnosed with one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, they had to run tests and everything. Wow. I've never had a concussion. Yeah, the severe ones one. aren't fun. I can't imagine. No. I got one in soccer once. From head-to-head -head with somebody, or? Uh, I took an elbow to the temple. Mm. I only That's had one got whacked in the head in basketball. I didn't know I had it until that night when we went, I was on a road trip. The news, Not this newspaper, my former newspaper. Mm -hmm. And that night, we went out to dinner with a bunch of people. All I had to do was look at my food, and I was in the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, there's something wrong. You, was, you threw I, up I from oh, yeah. I just mean, looking I, at the food. Yeah, I wow. just, uh, yeah, and then they took me to the hospital, and the guy goes, you got a concussion, and then he told the other beat writer from the other paper, you have to knock on this guy's door like every hour, make sure he's not sleeping I, oh, sleep at the hotel. The hotel? Okay. You know that's a myth, right? The whole not sleeping. Well, don't say that out loud, because he actually came and, <laughs> and knocked on my door. So Yeah, no, because the best thing for a concussion is rest. So okay, well, I was up all night, and I wrote a story the next day, filed it, no clue what it said. I have no <laughs> idea how I got the score right. I had no, I had no clue what it said. And I wrote your, a game. So it was at Fresno. Fresno did State. your editor, editor ever say anything to you about that There story? were a couple things in there were like, are you okay? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was standing state at Fresno State. It was football. And, uh, yeah, we played pickup in the afternoon, and just he came down to and just whacked the side of my temple. And I didn't know till that night, and then I knew, like, when we were out to dinner, I'm, like, in the just throwing up, like, okay, there's something wrong. There's no way. I, I almost wish you had gotten diagnosed from your editor being like, what the hell's wrong with that? <laughs>
It, it, there were a couple questions. Like, there were a couple like, questions. Like, like I kind of wish it had been like, you thought you were fine, and then your editor reads this and they're like, who, what, did he, what is he trying to say here? Exactly. This isn't like a typo or yeah. something. Like, he's just. We watched insane. the game. The score was not 85 to 6. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? All right, coming up next here on ESPN Las Vegas, we'll jump into some UNLV basketball. EJ bounces the ball to Webster. Webster underneath to Noel. Noel gets taken hard in the air, lays it in, and a foul. Mm. What great hustle by Gilbert and Harkless there, and then a great pass by Justin Webster hitting Noel underneath. Harkless to McCabe, passes in the corner. Noel shoots a three, and he hits it. Timeout called UNLV. Shane Noel under pressure, knocks down the three, and it's a two-point game with eight seconds to go. Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. So Danny continued to tell us his um, near-death experiences. It's You fell off a cliff and hit your head on a rock. And even if you hadn't done that, I'm still kind of surprised you're here based on everything else you told us. Yeah, like I like I told you guys, I lived a dangerous childhood. But you didn't. I didn't. It was just wrong time, wrong... Wrong place, wrong time? But like 37 times. Bad luck. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you can still run in and out of the studio. I'm surprised you can run. Or I, I'm surprised you'd want to run. Given how many concussions you had, because you trip, you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna get another one before you even hit the floor. Running actually, well, like uh, for the when I fell off the cliff, I had back problems. So running actually helps that. Helps your back. Your back feels better when you run. Yeah, because it it keeps my back loose. Oh. It doesn't give time what, to run tighten on up. what though, not like on concrete. Oh, anything. Like when I when I did run, I was running outside during the months that we could, and then when it was too hot, I would run on the treadmill. You should buy a massage gun. I have one. It's great. I, yeah, I have one. Have one it's phenomenal. House. One of the best things I've yes. ever gotten. I, I almost had to present. use it the other day because my back tightened up on our trip to. I think it was the trip to Boise, and I was like, "Oh man, I really need it right now." Does uh, do does UNLV basketball do they have massage guns on the sideline? I want to say yes. I'm I, pretty sure I've seen that. I think they have too. What on hoops? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because I think, I think like do. for any like cramping back, or tightening up, up, I think they have one. Yeah. Just if you're on a trip and don't have yours, just say, "Hey guys, I got to yeah. use this real quick." Yeah. Just tell them I fell off a cliff. Uh, yeah, hit I've my had head. 32 concussions. Yeah, how I, many of you had? I need this more than you right now. <laughs> I promise. Because <laughs> uh, I all NBA teams have like. They have to have 30 everything. of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's two per, like, in case a guy wants to get both legs at the same time, right. they got enough. And I can't remember who it was. Was it somebody for the Heat that threw one onto the court, kind of, on accident? I, we talked about it. He can't remember who it was. I want to say it was the Heat, but he went to the sideline, was mad at something, and went to punch a seat of a chair. And one of those flew off. And it was like a swinging punch, and he hit the massage gun, and it flew onto the court, like, landed at the free throw line <laughs> and they, he got ejected for it. Like he didn't intend to throw a massage gun on the floor, but he, right. he got ejected because he punched something and a massage. I mean, that would have been given a concussion like Danny's gotten if that had hit somebody. Yeah, that, that would have hurt. Gun. Those things are heavy. They are heavy. Those things work though. Oh yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're we great, use them great on invention. our snowboarding trips all the time. Huh? On our snowboarding trips, whenever we go, every night, everyone's just passing around the massage gun. <laughs> After going down the slopes? Oh, yeah, because we, we literally snowboard from the time the mountain opens to the time it closes. We don't stop. 
Oh, you're sure after that. Oh, yeah. Even if you get a concussion, you don't stop. Nope. Keep going. <laughs> I, I thought I tore. I don't even know if you know you have concussion. You probably just think you have a headache nowadays. You got probably you've had so many of these things. Yeah. I mean, last year I almost tore uh, ligaments in my knee and I was like, you know what? Let's keep going. There's only two hours left. It'll still be torn when we're done. <laughs> Man, it was it was rough. I'm trying like I've never had a significant injury in my life. My most significant Outside of those was probably just breaking my hand. <laughs> Outside of the time I almost died falling off a cliff. Yeah. Have you had broken bones? Never broken a bone. Wow. That's yeah. that's pretty good. That's did you really play, good. Did you play a lot of sports growing up? Basketball and then you I You didn't break I anything played, in basketball? No. I rolled a bunch of ankles, but never actually jammed, broke jammed anything. fingers? Yeah. Not too right. bad, but not uh didn't break anything. Oh, I did I only played football for like two years when I was like in sixth grade or something like that didn't break anything doing that You're lucky so, yeah i'm trying i mean i did i fell out of my grandfather's tractor from like 10 feet in the air and didn't break anything and he almost ran me over well that would have hurt that might have yeah. broken something that might have broken something because we're going so it was me and my three siblings in the bucket of his tractor and he's got us up in the air like 10 15 feet but we're going down a hill on his property and he like can't slow down going down this hill and we hit a bump and you went and I just went flying out of the bucket and the one sister you talked about yesterday didn't push you. So, well, here's actually what happened. My younger sister, who's the bleep head, uh, apparently she and I both like started to fly out. My older brother grabbed her <laughs> and kept her in. Nobody grabbed me and I <laughs> went flying out and the, I, I don't actually remember the falling out part. What I do remember is being on the ground and being able to hear my brother yelling at my grandfather, stop, and my grandfather yelling back with a bunch of curse words, I can't. <laughs> and so I was laying on the ground, and I just rolled. I was just like, all right, right. I'm just going to roll out of the way. And I got out of the way. But it didn't break anything, so that was good. See, you had almost a near-death experience. I did, yeah. That's, that's, that's near-death. It was, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's near-death. Yeah. But I didn't didn't actually get hurt. Didn't have to go to the hospital because I hit my head on a rock. <laughs> so falling I, down a cliff. I yeah. do not recommend doing it. Yeah. And all I got out of it was the concussion. And well, uh, you got a I lifetime get, of back problems. Well, yeah, that too. That's like but the like, worst. But like yeah, the actual break a bone that'll heal. Like, in the moment, the actual activity of it, all I had was a couple of stitches from cutting my arm on the rock and a massive headache. I. That's pretty lucky. Tyler's right. I would have bro rather broken my arm than had a lifetime of back problems. Yeah, those aren't fun. I can't no. lay on my stomach anymore. Just go to the side or the back? I, I'm mostly on the back. Really? Yeah, if I lay on my stomach for longer than like... sleep on your like, back? Yeah. Oh, I do every night. Wow. But if I lay on my stomach for longer than probably two minutes, I won't be able to stand up straight. This gets worse and worse for this poor kid. I, I mean, every time he's I don't remember the last time I laid on my stomach for anything. No, I just, at the most, go to the side. I don't yeah. think I lay on my stomach to sleep. I used to. Your full stomach. Not, yeah. like, not like to the side. Like your full stomach with your back straight yeah. up. Really, you slept that way. Yeah. I can't do that. No Actually, chance. you know what? I bet you can't get a massage then if you can't lay on your stomach. I've only ever gotten one massage. Okay. I mean, if you can't lay on your stomach. You, you, well, I was able to get it because they were working on my okay, back. Okay, yeah, that's helpful. All right. So you can lay on your stomach as long as somebody is giving you a back massage. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, 
That's the only time? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, outside of laying in bed, I don't really find myself laying on my stomach. I mean, the occasional no, the occasional playing board game at home with my family, but that's about it. Well, that you can kind of sit cross-legged. You can just sit up. Yeah. Have you been in a bad car accident? No, I've only ever been in one accident, and okay. it wasn't really an accident. They just spun me out. I've been in those. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in one that wasn't your fault, Ed? Oh, oh come on, one. Ed. <laughs> What do you mean, come on? That means you're responsible for all the accidents. We realize this, this is well established. Yes. <laughs> we realize this. The last one, uh, I'll say this, the last one insurance company deemed 50-50. Oh, oh all right. Yeah. That's deemed a win. 50-50. That's a win. That was, that was a win for me. That was a win for me. Can you describe what being spun out means, Danny? Because that sounds like you were in a NASCAR race and somebody... No, he, uh, yeah, I was driving down, I think it was Sunridge Heights, and I, like, the other driver was completely dumb. We were side by side, so he knew I was there, and I pulled ahead of him, and then he just tried to get over before oh, I was tried all the to way ahead, and then he just spun me out, and I ended up halfway up on a curb. And you were okay? Yeah, I was fine. My The engine on my car flooded, so it took a while for it to... For me to be able to start it again, but yeah, I was good. That guy does sound like an idiot. Yeah. Why don't you just Absolutely. wait? You need a pass. <laughs> but he did more damage to his car than to mine. I don't think I would have done that. That's pretty impressive. If it's just somebody passes you and you just and you still you, you because get you're over. watching, right? Yeah. It's not like he got. It's not like you were in his blind spot and you spun right. him out because you got he got over and you were in his blind right. spot. No, he hit me he might right after I just passed him. Spot, most likely, he was in your blind spot. Oh, for spot. sure. <laughs> don't be in any blind spots, Danny. <laughs> oh, it's not good. How many blind spots do you have, Ed? If I, boy, if I didn't have that camera thing, like when you're you 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 push on the lever there to turn to change lanes, it wouldn't be good. Oh. <laughs> I need <laughs> I need the camera. Have either of you been in a car where the uh, rear view um, mirror is a camera? No. No. Oh, it's trippy. No. Like the mirror, yeah, right above Like you. a full-time a camera, camera or yes. just reverse so camera? When we went, where did I go? Oh, when I was in Reno a couple weekends ago, the rental car we had, you can turn it on or off so you can use a regular mirror if you want. But the mirror, the rear view mirror was a camera. And I, looking at it, I was like, I I don't know what's happening. This is more confusing. Just give me the back the regular mirror. Yes. But you just turned it off? But um, the the six minutes of the Daytona 500 I watched, some of the NASCAR cars have that. Their rearview uh, mirror is actually a camera now. See, I can see that. That's pretty useful. Yeah. So it's not it, – give it 10 years, at and every car that's on the road is going <laughs> to have a camera there instead of a mirror. <laughs> see, I've, I have cameras installed in my truck, so I, I kind of have a rearview camera and a – but your mirror is still your regular yeah, mirror. My yeah, yeah, your yeah. rear view mirror. That would be too lame. distracting. Right. It, that's what I thought. It's kind of weird looking. Do you have the backup camera? Yes. Okay. I All have right. that, and then I have an actual camera installed. Be tough not to have the backup camera. Oh, oh I, go, I love it. You drove cars without the backup camera. Come on. I and I, I hit a lot them. of things. I had them. <laughs> driving is uh, driving is up in the air, but I did, I did have them. How is your parallel parking? Fine, but I don't do it often. Oh, okay. I don't either. I don't. 
I can't even remember the last time I parallel parked it. <laughs> I did it last night. The funniest thing to me in driver's ed in Mississippi, because in, there's you never parallel park in Mississippi. The, the half the state's parking lots and trees. To parallel park at driver's ed, we had to go to a Wendy's because it was like the one place that had actual parking that you Sideways. could parallel park into. Yeah. And there weren't even cars in it. And I was like, hey, he's like, all right, parallel park into here. Uh, see, and that for, was all I had to do. For my <laughs> test here, you have to get a certain score, and parallel parking is the last one. I was like, hey, man, have what, I what am already? I at? <laughs> what am I at? He's like, uh, I mean, you pass no matter what, but you still got one more thing. I was like, all right, I'm not doing it. Just mark down whatever I have right now. I'm not going to You chose park. not to do it? Yeah. And he said, fine? Yeah. Because you'd already had like 100? Uh, no, I had like an 85 or something. It's like we're in a college class and you go into the final and you're like, all you need is a 17 on the final to pass. Exactly. That was Danny. Okay. Exactly. Just don't total the car when you're parallel parking and you pass. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, Darren Millard joins the show. Walk finds Colasar coming in. Colasar set up a Brett Hounding goal to start the scoring for Vegas last game. Now they do it again. Colasar finishes. Vegas takes the lead 1-0. Intended for Jonathan Marcheseau. We'll try again. It's a two-on-one. Eichel with Marcheseau. Eichel shoots, and he scores! Jack Eichel for the Knights. Vegas takes a two-to-one lead. 8.28 to go, second period. Doesn't matter, Archambohockey is back on! What the f*** is wrong with you guys? Both of you, you're f***ing from another planet. I can't believe we live in the same country. Oh, the f***ing phone's ringing during hockey night in Canada. Who's during hockey night in Canada? Who the f*** even has a hard line anymore? Archambohockey, rip the f***ing phone out of the hole! What's next? You're gonna have someone deliver a pizza during the f***ing overtime? We have no idea if he'll pick up, but this is the time he agreed to. This is the VGK Update with Darren Millsy Millard. Listen to him Monday through Friday at 4 on the VGK Insiders on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hi, Darren. Hi, Darren. I have to, uh, hey, Ed. Hey, buddy. Asia, I have to admit something. Uh, during that uh, that intro, uh, it's got the beeps, but it's it's more like a beep, like call waiting beep. So I, every single time while I'm listening to that, I have to look at my phone and see if a call <laughs> is beeping through. But it's really just the beeps to the profanity. It is. So, yeah. I'm yeah. glad. If you get a call, please move over and take that call and just leave us. Except... Please yeah, do or that. not. Yeah, put them on with yeah. us. That'll that'll work pretty well. Um, I keep hoping it's Ed calling me on the other line. <laughs> Just Ed. Uh, Darren, what's the worst injury you've ever suffered? Uh, oh, I got a cut knee uh, from a skate blade in a Ooh. collision with, uh, with a member of the opposition one time. I didn't even know I was cut. It was so clean uh that uh i didn't realize it and then I, I felt something and it was uh just a little bit of blood going down so i had to uh, leave the game and go to the hospital and get all this stuff but it was it, it was it was nasty that was that was that was really uh ugly oh, so wait when you say cut knee uh, like just the skin or did it cut anything underneath the skin yeah cut into the uh to the tissue and stuff but no no Ooh. no tendons or okay. anything uh like that and then i i like back in the day, you get uh, pressure cuts from the helmets where pucks would hit you, and I've got uh, several scars on, on that side of it. Doesn't Any concussions? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 There's uh, no doubt about that. But my worst concussion was falling off the bike last year. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot about right. the bike. I forgot about the bike. Honestly, enough, that, the was, bike. Uh, that, was, that was by far the, uh, the worst one. But yeah, yeah. Several concussions. 
those are uh, th- those aren't fun. If you've never had a concussion, you can't really relate to it. And then once you have a bad one, you're like, oh, now I get it. Damn, that's bad. Uh, the reason I ask is because we just learned that uh, Danny here um, mm-hmm. fell off of a cliff roughly 20 feet high, I think Danny told us, and uh, hit his head on a rock and did not die, obviously, but didn't really suffer anything except uh, had to get his stitches on his arm and had a some bad bumps back on for his the head. rest of his year. Yeah. But no, no uh, lacerations on the head? Uh, no, the only thing on the head was uh, two probably half-egg-sized bumps on my forehead. So given that information, obviously <laughs> you've got a very uh, resilient brain. Uh, <laughs> how is the rock? Like you didn't hurt the rock, did you? Oh no, I did not. No, when I when I finally came to, I looked down and there was just some blood on there from my arm and a big headache. Nothing, were, nothing else happened to the rock. You you were like out of it. Oh yeah, unconscious. Yeah, like I don't actually remember the fall. I just remember the start of it, and then I remember walking home. Wow, <laughs> wow. Good for you. And then, and this was like 20 minutes ago? <laughs> no, no. This was, I was in fifth grade, so I was 11. So we're oh talking 2001, 2000 time frame. So I, so I thought you guys were talking about something recent. No. He's a great five. He's fine. Yeah, well, oh, no, here's, here's the amazing part. He was with his brother and friends and survived. And like... they watched it happen. They didn't even try to catch me. They just watched me fall. Do they go home and just leave you there? No, th- my brother wasn't allowed. He had to wake me up and walk me home. No. He was mad. Did your, brother pu- did your brother push you? No, he was at the bottom. He was by the creek, and then I fell down to join them. Wow. Big, day of, fish- big day of fishing for the brothers. Yeah. yeah. Just taking a quick trip to get back to fishing. Just missing did, out. And there, did you end up catching any fish? Uh, I don't believe so. I think we were only there for like 20 or 30 minutes Danny, by the time Danny this happened. ruined the fun. Way to go, Danny. You got to fall off a cliff. <laughs> wow. Well, you won't. Did you ever do that again? What, fish or fall off a cliff? <laughs> like, like take that route uh, to go fishing, go fish that same place. Uh, yeah, we went down there many more times. I just didn't fall off the cliff those times. <laughs> Wow, and 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 I don't know why there's helicopter parents these days. That I don't know either. Going out. No, it was a fun childhood. Wow, where yeah. was this? Uh, this was back in Virginia. Huh. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Yeah. Why are there helicopter parents? He also told us he couldn't feel his legs for 20 minutes after he rode a sled into a cement wall. Yeah, uh, uh, cement. Yeah. Why do you say it's so funny. How are you supposed <laughs> to say cement? Cement. Cement. Yeah, cement, yeah. cement. That's all the same. Huh. Uh, yeah, uh, tobogganing sleds, uh, that's, uh, the, trees are, are not fun, or walls, or, because you always, you always think, I'm not going to be able to get that far, and then you get that far, <laughs> and there's no, there's no ability to adjust. You ever try and steer a toboggan or one of those sleds? doesn't work, and there's no brakes on them. But the the break is the wall, or the tree. Yeah, 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 and there's not, you know what else there isn't on a sled? Airbag. <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh Darren I, I think I think you'll like this when I was in college at Ole Miss um, it it snows there but doesn't really stick very often it's not like there's inches of snow on the ground very often 
one of the years I was there, we got a lot of snow. It stuck to the ground. And there was a big hill on campus, and people took their mattresses out of their dorms and rode that down the hill. That sounds something very college. Yes. I like that. I really do like that. <laughs> I would be one it's of like, those people. <laughs> it's like Hangover, uh, the movie, but instead of putting on the roof, you guys went uh, went down the hill on them. Right. That's really good. No, no, a mattress doesn't seem like it would have a lot of sliding uh, effect to it. Well, here's so. the thing: these are college dorm mattresses. They're not oh, exactly yes. soft. Uh, yes, yes, There's yes, like it's right. like yes, latex yes. is on the outside yes, of whatever's on the inside. That's, so that's a good uh, that's a good explanation. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, I can't believe you ever stopped on those things. After <laughs> snow oh, with that, that those, those things would slide on asphalt. Yes, we could. We could have done it just fine in the grass during the summer. Yeah. Would have been no problem. I don't problem. know why. I don't know why you guys waited for snow. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one one hockey question for you. Are the Golden Knights now going to trade for somebody that's not just a rental? Because uh, are you relating it to Shea the Weber? Shea Weber? Yes. So, so the Shea Weber transaction actually uh, doesn't have a direct correlation to the trade deadline. That the timing makes it look like it. But uh, that is uh, is more geared towards freeing up some uh, some uh, flexibility in the summer uh, that uh, allows you to go ten percent over. And if they go ten percent over this summer without Shake Weber's contract, that means they can go ten percent over with somebody that's 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 going to play for them. Uh, the the overage has come in really handy this year uh, with with Shea Weber. But uh, but that's that's more for uh, after the season and, and into the summer, or if you resign somebody right now, or if you um, were going to uh, make a, uh, extend somebody, uh, uh, that kind of thing, that's, that, that's where it comes in handy. So uh, the, the two are not related uh, in the, in the big picture. Uh, as far as acquisitions, I, I don't know whether it'll be a, a rental or or not, I, I think that the, that they're definitely in the mix on a on a couple of uh, uh, things, and we're waiting for the specific division, this Western Conference, really, uh, for the first shoe to drop. The big names have uh, both gone to the East, so uh, I'm really curious to see what the next couple of weeks are going to bring because it's so wide open in the West that maybe maybe a trade, even uh, uh, not flamboyant one, uh, middle of the road one, could uh, could really have an impact. Is there any chance you get past the deadline and they've done nothing? Uh, I would doubt that, but uh, but given the prices on things, like the Tarasenko deal, Ed, I'll be honest, it, it wasn't exorbitant. Uh, the, St. Louis didn't get a ton back for that uh, compared to what I would have thought. Now, the Ryan O'Reilly of uh, that three-chain swap, uh, that, that, that cost a, a pretty penny, uh, and uh, the, the price was uh, St. Louis did much better in, in that acquisition or, or transaction. So uh, with the way the prices seem to be escalating uh, one deal to the next and, and some of the uh, prices that I've heard, um, I'll be, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if nothing happened. But uh, given the pension, uh, I've known Kelly McCrimmon for a long time back to uh, the Western Hockey League. Uh, he uh, he does have the uh, the track record of of, uh, of doing some kind of transaction. I think a couple of years ago when they did uh, the the Leonard deal and the Cousins deal, uh, the, those kinds of trades like they they don't seem big at the time, but uh, but they end up being uh, impactful. 
All right. Uh, one word answer to this one because we got to go. Boston Bruins, will they set the record for most points in an NHL season? No. All right. He's All Darren right. Millard. Hear him on the VGK Insider Show. Also, uh, tonight, as the Golden Knights are back in action on AT&T. Oh, wait. You guys aren't. You don't have the game tonight, do you? It's on ESPN. It's on ESPN, but we are on the Insider Show 4 to 5, just 4 to 5, because it's a 6 o'clock start That's tonight. That's right. Everybody right. keeping that in mind, 6 o'clock start tonight, so get there early. Ed, you and I will break bread, because I don't have to do TV. We can hang no out. No TV tonight. All right. See you, Darren. See you, buddy. All right, guys. See you, See you, Ed. Take care. Uh, so there's Darren Millard. By the way, on the Bruins, they have 91 points. They are 43-8-5 on the season. Uh, the record for points, though, is something ridiculous. Like Isn't it one, like 130-something? Yeah, and, and Montreal. And it was a year in which they didn't play 82 games. It was like an 80-game <sighs> schedule. So they still need like 40-something points the rest of the way. But they do have, what is that, 26 more games to get there. Right. So if they... It's, I don't even know if it's conceivable. Yeah, I mean, they'd have, to, they'd have to win basically, yeah, what is that, have to go like 40 and six or something right. like that. Some loser points might help a little bit, but or 40 and six, 20 and six. Um, some loser points might help, but it's possible. I mean, they're 43, eight, five. They've they'd played have to go like 23 and three. Yeah. They've played 13. They've had 13 losses in 56 games. That's, that's insane. That's a stupid record. So eh, they might get there. All right. Coming up next, we'll jump into some NBA as it is back tonight. We play the Lakers twice. There's so much history in the, in that game now. There's so much going on with the Lakers. What are the emotions going to be like going into that? Like, what's going through your head? Knock them out the playoffs. Yeah, like, we got to get in the playoffs, so excuse us. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter, at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. I got a couple tweets to read about the show. Um, first off, Papa Lou is not happy that we're going to talk about the NBA. He said, you come off a solid segment with Darren Millard. I don't know if any of them are solid. Well, a solid segment, but he says, then you screw it up by following that with NBA talk. You're better than that. I'd argue that point as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one more important. This is from Sploosh. Ed, your favorite. My buddy, my, yeah. fr- my friend. Um, he tweeted earlier, if a massage gun is one of your best purchases, then a towel warmer will be one of your guiltiest. So stupid, but so nice. Like, is it a towel warmer? Yeah, like yeah. It just yeah. warms up your towel? Yeah. yeah, for when you get out of the shower. Is Danny it seems, similar to like... Danny the, seems confused by why anybody would want this. But is it is it similar to like the ones that like for straight razor shaves, like that type of thing? Like the yes. hot towels? Yes. The yes. hot towels? No, it's not a hot, it's wet not, towel. It's not wet. You just warm it up. You're just warming the towel up. So, That's... like, you get out and you're freezing right. from the water and the and being in the bathroom and maybe you're like me with no heat in the house <laughs> and it's, like, 20 below. Sploosh is right. I wouldn't mind. have a hot, hot No, I wouldn't shower. mind one of those. So the problem is we'd have shower? to pay for that. Yeah. And that would be a big no. So I stick with being cold. Are you never allowed to have... Hot water in your shower? Yes. Yes. Okay. But it's got to be checking. a quick shower, doesn't yeah. it? Has to be fast. Uh, there's something. I think she probably has controls in the hot water because if she's cause she takes a shower first and I, I, you know, later follow even five hours later, it doesn't appear that there's any left. Hold on. So hold I'm on, sure we've on. taken some kind of uh, maneuver to, to cut off the hot water. Does she go to the garage where the hot water heater is before and after her showers? 
I mean, she's in the garage sometimes. I don't really know what she's doing. <laughs> Do you know how great it would be <laughs> if she goes and turns? Because you can control, yes, like, you can control. That's how hot I, it yes. is. Do you know how great it would be if she turns it up when she showers and then and turns then it when back I'm down, down when and you when shower? I'm showering? She, and when I'm in the shower, like, turning the, sh- the water on, she's in the, she's in the garage turning it down? <laughs> how many times have you been in the shower and she flushed the toilet to give you cold water and said, all right, time to get out? Does that still happen? Well, I think it depends on the house because, like, my house, if you flush them, the water just gets scolding hot. If you flush your toilet, it goes to hot? Yeah. For some reason, the way that our house was built, all of our toilets, sinks, and showers are all on the same line. So anywhere in the house, if you flush a toilet or turn on a sink while somebody's in the shower, they get scolding hot water. Even the sink? Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. That you so someone's in the shower. You got to sit down and watch television. Like you yeah. can't do you can't do anything. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's a little weird. I've had to apologize many times. <laughs> Sorry, I was just washing my hands. Yeah, had to. Just I had to, to drink uh, water. I had like, to brush my you. teeth the other day. Turned oh. on turned on the faucet. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But yeah, towel warmer. You get a warm towel Never as you step out of, of the shower. Yeah. People will uh, throw their towel in the dryer while they shower. Yeah. That way the towel is dry. But can't use you're not allowed to use the dryer. So the we, dryer. Know, we know you can't do that, Ed. Can't That's, do that. Barely have hot water, let alone a hot towel. Well, there you go, Lou. No NBA talk. Yeah, we just talked about, hot, just towels talked about hot towels because Danny was blown away by this concept. Absolutely. Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. Like I've, I've, I've heard of the towel warmers for hot shades, but never like just to have a hot towel. If I ever remember to do it, my Brandy would love it if I threw her towel in the dryer and then brought it through when she got out. Oh, if you remembered. Oh, yeah. If I ever remembered to be like, oh, yeah, she'd like a hot towel. Yeah. She'd love that. Be the greatest thing anybody's ever done for her. I get the wet towel at the barber. Yeah. Afterwards. I like that you thought getting out of the shower was, yeah, a hot, wet towel yeah. was <laughs> the answer. I don't know. I've never heard of just a towel warmer. <laughs> Poor Danny. You need one now, Danny. Live nah, in luxury. That's too much work. No, nah, live in luxury. I'm sure you just threw it next to the shower and then you pop out and it's ready to go. And now you're all nice and warm.